Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the very first episode of Log Stock and Two Joke and Addicts. My name's Romano. What's up, Romano? My name's Dean. Today we're your hosts, and what we're going to be doing is diving into the profound journey of addiction and the incredible power of recovery. Addiction is a silent thief that robs individuals of their dreams, relationships, and their potential. It's a monster that thrives on vulnerability and desperation, taking control of our lives with a relentless grip. But as our stories will reveal, there is hope, light, and a path to redemption. Addiction has many faces, alcohol, drugs, gambling, and more. It doesn't discriminate against anyone, affecting everyone from every walk of life. Behind each addiction, there lies a story of pain, trauma, and unfilled needs. But the journey from addiction to recovery is a testament to the indomitable human spirit. Mm, That's true. Recovery is not a destination. It's a lifelong process of healing self-discovery and growth. It requires, requires unwavering commitment, courage and the support of a compassionate community. In recovery, we witness the transformation of broken souls into warriors who embrace life's challenges with renewed vigor. Recovery is not without its trials. It's definitely a roller coaster ride of triumphs and setbacks, but each stumble becomes a stepping stone toward a brighter future. It's a journey where individuals learn to face their pain, comfort their demons, confront their demons, and rediscover their automatic selves. Recovery is about rewriting the narrative. Love that. Reclaiming the power to create a new story. It's finding a solace in the strength of a human spirit and learning to love oneself again. It's mending broken relationships, rebuilding trust, and finding forgiveness for others, and most importantly, oneself. Recovery offers a beautiful perspective on life, a world where joy can be found in the simplest of moments, where laughter becomes contagious and where dreams once abandoned are rekindled. It's about rediscovering passions, nurturing healthy relationships and embracing the possibilities that sobriety unveils. Today we invite you to walk alongside us on this remarkable journey. Together, let us break the chains of addiction for once in a row. Shatter the stigma and ignite a flame of hope. Let us witness the resilience of the human spirit and let the stories be a guiding light for those who yearn for recovery. Hey, one thing you just mentioned in that reading, man, recovery is about rewriting the narrative. And that's actually something that I spoke about today, um, you know, for a very, very long time. Mm. Um, I, I thought because I have addiction on my side, on both sides of my family and, you know, it's throughout my family, that I thought that this is this is going to be my life. Yeah, yeah. That that was going to be my life, and that I had no other choice. But you know, it's about breaking that cycle. Yeah. And you know, through these podcasts, we want to be able to help people and people that have no hope or they feel that they can't do it on themselves. That we can relate to them on a personal level, and that's that's one of the reasons why we want to reach out to you, the the listeners, um, offer that help and support and that guidance that you know maybe some people didn't have going up. Yeah, and then see what other sides of it as well, you know, there was no addiction. There was very little addiction in my family. Really? You know, my uncle, you know, one of my uncles, you know, he was up in his bedroom. I wasn't allowed to go up in his bedroom. I didn't understand why. I was still young, mm. you know, but mother and father weren't heavy drinkers. They didn't take other drugs, you know, it was just alcohol. And, you know, whereas your side, you were thinking, ah, oh, I've no hope. Whereas, you know, when I got into it, you know, it was like, how did this happen to me and, and not the rest of them? Do you mm. know what I mean? And it's crazy. Like, it, people 
when we were in active addiction, we always blamed others. Yeah, we always, always blamed, you know, whereas I believe I was born an addict, mm. you know. And, you know, finally today I'm in recovery, I'm clean, you know, and, and I want to fucking, I want to reach out, I want to help people. And this is one of many ways that we can do that, you know, and, yeah, you know, life is good today. What, what got you? What got you to this stage of recovery? What made you realise? It was uh, a number of things, man. You know, 16, 17, 18. Loved it. You know, it was, oh yeah, let's go out. We're going here, we're going there. Thought it was a man. You know, but then, you know, 19, 20, responsibilities were coming. Mm -hmm. You know, I couldn't ask my man for money anymore because I was working, you know, when I was, I was nearly 20. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just got lost then. Just lost, you know. I, I can't explain it in any other way. I was lost, and and there was no way you, you know. We didn't know about recovery. I never heard of clean, you know, a twelve-step program. What's that? Mm. You know, we we didn't hear any of that, you know. And I suppose that's why we're sitting here today in the studio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like one thing you mentioned there, like it's not really. It's something that I found that it's really really hard to get help. Um. You know, it's not spoke about enough and, you know, drink, drugs of all sorts. It's a normality. It's such a normality and every single person from every walk of life, everywhere, everywhere you go, everyone's doing it. And it's a normal thing to do. So like when you're growing up in, in your teenage years and into your, your 20s and 30s, whatever it may be, all your friends are doing it and it becomes a normal thing to do. Yeah. And, and if you don't do it, you're weird. Yeah, Why aren't you having a drink? Yeah. Oh, you should try this. Yeah, 100%. Ah, uh, go on, have a drink, take yeah. a line, whatever it may be. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And and it's, it's not even that it's peer pressure, because it's like, it's just, a, it's a normal fucking thing to do. You know, Friday comes, you know what everyone's doing, you drop all responsibilities. And, you know, my, my big thing was, I had, you know, I've, I had so much going on in my life over the last couple of years, that my only release was to go out drinking and taking drugs at the weekend. Mm. And I used to look forward to it. I'd worked so hard, Monday to Friday, and then I had... This thing in my head that you know you fucking deserve a drink reward yourself. yeah yeah you reward yeah. yourself and that's the subconscious kind of taking over because that's what you're so used to doing it's it's so normal yeah it's so normal and i don't believe that there's enough help for young people to get out of addiction or even be aware of it the awareness isn't there yeah yeah and then you know there's the other side of it you know when the first getting into it you don't know about it yeah, you don't know about addiction and like you like you mentioned the older people, older people than them are doing it. Mm. And it look at look at the amount of pubs, you know, and, and uh, like, you know, I don't want to give out about pubs and alcohol, but like, it's the marketing around it is so mm. clever. It's just everywhere. 100%. You know? And it even like, you know, there, there's been times where I've stopped drinking, you know, multiple for multiple months on end and, um, it wouldn't it wouldn't phase me at all but you know mm. the likes of social media it's it's glamorized yeah. people out drinking and taking drugs yeah. and it's everywhere you, you you look and you know that that was a massive thing for me like because if i seen like a drop of whiskey hitting a glass that would fucking do it for me yeah the smell yeah. of whiskey or even going by a pub that would do that would do it for me and um, then you get in too far then and you know you, you just can't get out yeah you know and you're looking around at other people and they're able to you know, what we'd say, you know, what I'd think now is normal people, 
mm. know, they can go and have a drink on a Friday night and get up on a Saturday morning and not go for a drink. Yeah. I'm not going for a drug. To me, that's like, mind-blowing. You yeah. know, how can they do that? You know, when, when I was in early recovery, before two months of recovery, you know, I got a couple of months clean, man. And, you know, I thought, you know what, being away from this a while now, maybe I could go and do it one night. Successfully. Successfully. There you Successfully have it. take drugs, drugs and drink. Yeah, yeah. So I went and I tried it. Man. How'd that go? With the few, <laughs> with the few months of recovery I had, you know, it, everything came back. All the paranoia, all the fear, all the anger, all the hatred, mm. you know, and most of all, the, the self-hatred, not yeah. just hating others, but hell, hating myself, you know, so the building up a little few relationships, I was thinking, I was looking forward, man, you know, I could see forward, I could see what was waiting for me, if I kept on this track, but mm -hmm. then one night, it all slipped, Yeah, you know, I wasn't in contact with good people, you know, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing, and... You know, I went and got my drug of choice. And it was, it was horrible. It was the worst night ever. You know, and it's not as if I got loads of this or loads of that. I got something small and said, this would be lovely. I haven't tried it in a while. And it was my disease talking to me. But back then, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know? 100%. I wish that the awareness was there before you get the addiction. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it, it was, for me, anyway, it wasn't. And sometimes it can become too late for mm. some people some people don't get the recovery some people are grand yes yeah. some people don't get the recovery though and like i wish i knew i wish i knew to a certain extent of how damaging it could be like I, i've seen it firsthand what it does mm. but i wish i was made aware that this was going to be the outcome yeah yeah like you know when i came into recovery you know i was told keep coming back yeah you know and you know, keep it in the day kind of thing. And, you know, I couldn't understand that, you know. Mm. And, and you see people now coming around, coming into recovery, and they're going back out because they don't believe in it. Because yeah. we've been stuck in addiction for so long yeah. that, and there's not enough people around either. You know, you're, whether you're going off to meet a couple of people for a coffee, but then, you know, everybody else isn't, isn't in that little circle and... It's just, it's not spoke about enough. 100%. It's, I think, I think, you know, from a very young age, and I think because, because drink and drugs is such a big thing in, in just overall, I think, I mm. seen, I seen a thing on Facebook and I think it was about, um, I think Ireland has the highest cocaine use in, in the EU. I believe that. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's mental because for a long time, you know, I didn't think that it was a bad thing. Um, but mm. it grabs a fucking hold of you mm. and it will not let you go. It will take absolutely everything that you've ever dreamed of away from you. Family, mm. kids, job, wife, kid, everything yeah. that you've ever yeah. thought of. Yeah. And you will be left with nothing. Mm. That's the reality. And it only takes, it, you only realize it when it happens. Yeah, sure. that's, the, that's the only time because yeah. you will never ever believe anyone because you always think it's never going to happen to me. Yeah. But you know, when it does, you'll fucking realize. And that's the sad thing. Mano, I stepped over my kids to get the next buzz and I thought that was okay. Yeah. Now, what kind of a fucking mindset we, had we I got were, then, We were you know? conditioned that way for so long. Mm. We've conditioned our minds for so long to think that this was a normal way of living. 
that it was okay because everyone around us was doing it. And, you know, you talked about older people that maybe you were hanging around or you seen mm. that were doing it. So that the hierarchy that you say, well, you know, they've got their shit together. Yeah. They, yeah. They can do it. feel like a man. Yeah, yeah they can know. do it. I can do it. Mm. You know, and it's, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy. But, you know, I'm very grateful. Like, me and you know each other, what? 56 days? 56 days, 56 man. days. And, you know, coming into these rooms and, you know, coming to NA, I, I knew for a fact I had a problem. Because everything around me, work, uh, family, partner, everything was falling apart. Yeah. Absolutely everything. And, you know, what I have at the moment, a lot of people dream for. And it's all I ever wanted. And, you know, I was willing to throw all that away for drinking drugs, which is, if it's absolutely mind-boggling yeah. that I was willing to do that. The fog has lifted. Yeah, the fog and, has lifted. And now you see. You know, so I, I took the step of coming to NA and, you know, coming to the rooms and I was absolutely blown away by people with similar mindsets because for so long I kept all my feelings and my secrets and everything how I was feeling under a carpet, back of the mind because no one understood me. They just say, you know, it is what it is, that's life, get on with it. And, you know, for a long time I was like, that put me in a position where I'm like, oh, well, this is life, this is how I get on with yeah. it. But then obviously coming to NA and listening to people share their stories about what they've been through and having similar mindsets and being able to talk openly and not being judged and not being, sh you know, looked down upon. It, it, it mind blew me. Like, it was absolutely crazy. And, you know, there's a couple of members that, you know, even including yourself, I feel like I've known you for years and yeah. we, can, we can relate on a personal level. And yeah, now we've just yeah. gone and stayed to the contact, podcast. Contact every day. Yeah, we've just gone and stayed to the podcast together. Yeah. And that yeah. just goes to show you because, what, what's possible in recovery. Yeah, because I've, I've no fear today. You know, and, and you touched on something there about like growing up and, and it just it just hit me, you know, and, and it brought me back because, you know, it, for me, you know, in, in the early days, it was all fear-based, you know. I, I would have got bullied a lot in school, like, you know, and, and then bullied in, you know, a couple of different areas I grew up in. And, you know, we found alcohol then. And, you know, it, it took me out myself. You know, I wasn't think I wasn't in fear anymore. I was able to have a laugh at the lads and joke and all. You know, and that that's not to say I didn't have friends. You know, I I, I had really really good friends, but you know, I, I was just in constant fear. You know, and I know all the brothers, I know uncles or or this or that that could help me. You know, and my family tried to help me as much as they could. You know, but. You know, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. Like, yeah, you, you can't. If you go to the guard, like my mother and father brought me to the police station because I was getting bullied. That made it worse. Yeah, that's sickening. Like, do you know what I mean? And especially you know, growing up in Dublin, I said that wasn't easy either. I, I kept that fear for years. You know, kept that fear for years, having to put on an act. My whole life, you know, I was hanging around with people that smoked weed. I was the biggest stoner, you know, I was the, I wanted to be the cool person. Give me everything, everything. I, I wanted to, to give them weed, you know, oh, there you go, bro, there's weed, you know, what? Well, was there with people drinking, oh, I'll get you a point of, oh, I have extra money here for drink, that would have stolen me nanny or something, mm. do you know what I mean? I yeah. would have just gave it to someone, to, just, just so I wouldn't get bullied, you know, just so they think I was cool, you know, I never thought I had to offer to people because of the bullying, you know, and instead of, Instead of thinking this is wrong, you know, we went in, mm. you know, oh, this is my fault. This is yeah. because of who I am, you know, and 
we ended up fucking lost for years and years and lucky enough fucking today you know and touch wood hopefully in the future it won't be like that you know we've I've too much to lose now you know too much like 100% and do you think that's where it all started for you with the bullying and stuff uh, it was a big factor it was a big factor as well as you know you got to an age where you could go to the pubs like 14 15 you looked at people in the pubs drinking oh i love to do that you know look at him because you go into a pub what do you see you see happiness mm. you see joy you don't see them at three o'clock in the morning walking down the road fighting do you know what i mean fighting with people people ringing their phone oh i'm gonna get you i'm gonna kill you you don't see any of that you don't yeah. see that side of it until you're in it until you're in it yeah. and you're watching your own fucking movie yeah. unfold in front of your own eyes. eyes yeah crazy mm. the, for, for me it was the exact same you know you talk about fear and when i was drinking and using it was well, well in my early teen years up until you know 18 19 i was uh I used to fight all the time when I was drinking mm. and with the most dangerous people that you could think of. Yeah. And my house was getting petrol bombed, I was getting dead treads, getting chased with slash hooks, all this kind of stuff. But that put, drinking drugs put me in that position because when I was using, I would mm. think I would take on the world. Shoulders Yeah, back. yeah 100%. 100%. I used Let's to, go. I used to live yeah. for that reputation. That, mm. That's what used to drive me. Mm. Live for that reputation. I'm going to go out tonight and you know, and that's fucking horrible, man. Yeah. And thinking back now, it makes me sick to my stomach because at the end of the day, I knew from a very young age that I'm not I'm not a bad person. Yeah. You know, I'm not a bad person and I've got really, really good things to offer and I want to be able to help people and, you know, I want to be that supportive and loving uh, person that I know that I can be. And drinking drugs took that away from me. You know, it put me in really, really shit situations and really bad circumstances where, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely took five, six years away from my life and it set yeah. me back massively. Yeah. But I'm glad that I got it all out of my system at such a young age. I'm only 25 now, but I'm you glad. 10 years on me, you come. 10 years, yeah. <laughs> 10 years on me. 10 years. You but know, I'm glad that I've had to do all that. Yeah. And I've awakened, I've, I've came to my senses and I've, came, I've worked really, really hard on becoming, trying to become self-aware and why I'm making the decisions that I'm making and why, why I act the way I act. And you know, it's, it's quite evident. Yeah. It's quite evident, you know, from yeah. a very young it's, age. It's good to see as well, you it know. Is, it, it's really, good to see. It's, it's good to see, like, you know, obviously I'm in a, a couple of years, you know, and it's good to see people like yourself come in. And like I, like I said, what drew me to you was, you talk to her like a duck to water, you know, and, and that's not to say I wouldn't be there for duck anyone to water. else. <laughs> and that's not to say I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like that for anybody else. Yeah, yeah. But it kept coming, you kept coming, you're reaching out to me, you know, you wanted to do stuff, you know, and, and then early on, you know, some people come in and they can't share for a while, you know, so you don't really know what's going on, you know, you, 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 you'd be there and you reach out, but, you know, you were able to open up, you were able to open up the first few times I met you. And I was able to relate to it, mm. you know, and it was like, I know what that feels like. I've been there where you are. And, you know, it's like a fucking bomb. Yeah. You know, you're like family now. Like, yeah, it's you know, you're like a bad fucking itch that <laughs> I can't get rid of. Hundred <laughs> percent, But it's good that we we're able to connect on that. Like, mm. you know, for, for, for the way I used to look at it, and I was absolutely mind boggled by this, that it used to be appealing to me to go out and spend my whole night in a kitchen chatting shite <laughs> to other addicts. Now mm. I'm sitting in rooms 
sober <laughs> talking to other addicts. It's the exact same. It's the exact same. Yeah. But you can remember the conversation and you're not dreading the conversations you had. Like, I think I'm all crazy now that I'm clean, though. Why? I just do. I just, because I'm aware of how crazy I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It suits you. <laughs> uh, you know, it is what it is, really. You know, but on another note, you know, we have a few good guests lined up there. Yeah. Like, there's a, a good few people on that list. Like. And it's only going to, like, hopefully this will give, you know, it, my understanding is, you know, I, a lot of people will say, you know, if, if you recognize that some of your friends have problems and stuff, and you see, you know, do you want to get help and stuff like that? They're like, no, oh, no, I'm fine, you know. Mm. And I had that mentality for a long time that, you know, everything will work out the way it's supposed to. And there's a saying that, you know, insanity is doing the exact same thing but expecting this different results. Yeah. And I, I believe that 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But, like, if you keep doing the same things over and over and over and over and over again, like, without drinking three, four nights a week and taking drugs three or four nights a week, and you're expecting to feel better on the Monday... It doesn't work like that. I've done it time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A Monday comes, then you're not right till Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then you're on it again for another three days. It's mm. a vicious fucking cycle, and it's hard to get out of. It's mm. really, really hard to get out of. But hopefully, us coming onto this podcast, spreading the awareness, mm. will give people the opportunity to reach out to, mm. you know, know I mean, get people talking. Get people you know, talking. Even people man. that aren't addicts. You know, oh, did you hear that podcast? Or, oh, I know your man. What's it about? Boom. The conversation's yeah. up. Conversation's you know, up, yeah. Like, or I, I have a cousin that act, that's actually not doing too well with his mental yeah. health. I think he smokes a bit of weed. You know, whereas without the awareness, yeah, uh, he's just a bit upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Yeah. And honestly, the way, the way Ireland's going at the moment with the suicide rates and stuff like that, suicide's massive in Ireland. Mm-hmm. You know, I've lost multiple people um, to suicide. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was all down to addiction as well. Some people, like, Mm. I lost my mum to suicide in 2020, and that was, um, you know, mental health and addiction. And yeah. you know, I've, I, you know, it's it's crazy. And from what I can see and from what I've heard, you know, people reach out all the time, and they don't get the help and support that they need. I've yeah. I've I've reached out myself. You know, I I rang to see if I could get counselling and stuff before I came to NA, and I was told it was an eight to ten month waiting list. Mm. Like. You know, if people actually want you're, to go out and help, now, like, yeah. yeah. You know, if people that want to help themselves, but there's yeah. no, there's no, uh, there's no shoulder. No, really. There's no fucking structure, man. Yeah, and you know, I think I think it's getting better though with with people coming into recovery. You know, and and people are recovering out loud today. So, yeah. You know, they're not. Yeah, it's not like oh, he's in recovery. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's yeah, I am in recovery, and I'm proud of it. Yeah. 100%. You know, and and that's what I think we need. You know, it's nearly taboo, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's, there's a stigma, a stigma around addiction. Big stigma, <coughs> big stigma. It's massive. But like, if for for example, like you you look in other parts of the world, and you know, like it's celebrated. Yeah, it's celebrated. It's a massive celebration mm. because it's not a fucking easy thing to do. If it was easy, everyone would do it. This is it. That's that's this, hundred- this is it. Like, you know, we, we can't. We can't stay out in the cold forever, like, 100%. you know, we, we want to come in, we want to be warm, we want that roof back over our heads, you know, we want a bit of, a bit of peace, you know, you always mention the word clarity, yeah. you know, we want that clarity. 100%. For, for, for so long, I've had self-destruct, and mm. when things are going normal, my back's up against the wall because that's not what I'm used to, and yeah. I'm, I, my, my, my go-to 
is fuck shit up. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. If something's going too smooth, I will do something to fuck it up. Yeah, because when I used to think it's going good. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Because it was always us. We're the, we're the, the self worth. Yeah. The self worth, like we never had self worth because obviously, look, look at what we are doing in active addiction, and you know, we thought it was us. You know, we didn't know we had a fucking disease. Mm. We didn't know that addiction was speaking to us in our own fucking voices. You know, yeah. and some people today don't even know that. 100%. It took me a very long time to understand that. You know, the subconscious kind of taking over and that devil on the shoulder. And, you know, if I, I remember seeing that before when I was younger, watching cartoons, you got devil and the angel on the shoulder and stuff like that. I never understood what it meant until I got to a certain age and it made me realize why I was making the decisions I was making and acting out on mm. urges and stuff like that. It's mind-boggling, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll we'll wrap that up and, yeah. and that was a good introduction. Introduction, and guys. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed listening. I hope um someone finds something beneficial out of that. Um pleasure to have you along on this journey with us. Um absolutely incredible to see the support that you've given us so far. Yeah. Nice one. You're all legends. <laughs> and uh, you know, we're we're gonna start lining up a couple of guests now. And you know, we're still figuring this out, so you're gonna have to Bear words a little bit, please. You know, we'll uh, we'll get there. You know, you know nobody's perfect, and and we don't want to put that out. We've learned that the hard because we're certainly not. So uh, yeah, stay hopeful, keep breaking those chains. Lock, stock, and two joking addicts. Boom. That's a wrap. <laughs>